0: So the gimmick is we have to do the podcast, but stop every 60 seconds. <laughs> Who gets to die? I mean, I feel dead inside. You just restart five feet away, though. That's great. I'm just a sad boy. I'm, I'm dead inside. Someone play me a sad song. Someone give me the g- g- call, 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 I'm, call MCR. Uh, your right your now. theme
1: song probably isn't anywhere near as good as Minutes, though, right?
0: Probably not. I mean, I'm not actually a music person. Not <laughs> at all. Not even a little bit. I'm just, I'm just, uh, if I had to describe myself as a person, Nick, I would describe myself as a video game person because I think it is one of the few things that I can actually talk eloquently about. And by eloquently, I mean better than some people, but not better than most people. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna be a little, I'm gonna brag a little bit. Better than most people. You can do it in under 60 seconds, too. I can. That's why we have exactly seven left. Fuck, we didn't get to the episode. And, alright, let's start over. Um, okay everybody hey this is garbage game club uh, i'm still probably not talking with enough speed in my cadence to actually fit this into a into a speed run show because you just gotta get used to it you know
1: you gotta get used to the runs multiple times after a while it becomes second nature
0: yeah that's like most things right it's like riding a bike and what else fits in that kind of um, exercising Exercising? I don't know if I agree with. I don't know. Anyone who says exercise becomes second nature, I think, is actually kind of broken. Um, Yeah, riding a bike. I think that's, I think my analogy starts, my analogy starts and stops at riding a bike.
1: Well, surely you can't break the curse on a sword that you found at the beach in the span of 60 seconds.
0: I can do most things in 60 seconds. That, like, I can, I guess, drink, I can speed. Drink like if like if I'm gonna shock in a beer. That's less than sixty seconds. Okay. I generally pee pretty quickly. I don't know why all my thoughts are fluid based right now, but that's generally under sixty seconds. It's because I said ocean. Uh yeah, that's right. Um, I can. I mean, I guess I can get to my car in sixty seconds from, from hustling right now. That's really? I don't know if you could. Well, absolutely, absolutely could. It's like literally right underneath us. If you run. No, I can walk to my car in 60 seconds. Like how is it
1: like a brisk walk or is it like a, it's casu- a good
0: walk? I don't know where we're going with this, but I, I, I feel like what I what I want to be expressing here is actually, I think that I have a very good understanding of, of uh, spatial time. Okay, go on. So more often than not, if you tell me like, I, I'm really good at being able to suss out how long something takes mm-hmm. or roughly what time it is without looking at a clock. I think, that, I think that I'm pretty solid at being able to to keep track of time in my head without, with like, subconsciously. Okay, I get gotcha. you. The thing is, though, I'm really bad at estimating time. So, like, if I say something's going to take five minutes, I don't mean five minutes. I mean probably, like, 20. But if you ask me to, like, think about a period of time... You, like I'm, you, can, I'm, you know that in that
1: time that you told someone, I'll be there in 15, you know, oh man, I'm definitely on minute 18 right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, not good at, I'm not good at that. I'm not good at giving time directions, but I'm really good at understanding how much time has elapsed. Right. And also what time it is relative to to day. I'm actually pretty good at reading the sun. I'm like a human sundial. I don't know why I'm getting off on this tangent. I think it's because we just want to talk about time and time as a video game mechanic and, and minutes and minute and how this game works because this is a garbage game club where we like play interesting games. Right. And by interesting, it doesn't always mean good. And I think that's kind of where minute falls. Mm-hmm. So already coming out
1: swinging. What didn't, what's going on with minute? What, 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 what well, what don't, what are you not feeling?
0: about I mean, if if we had to describe minute, like it's whole, it's whole hook for anyone who hasn't played is that it's a, it's a small little black and white indie, uh, where, you die every minute and then it's, respawn. It's a
1: Zelda clone where upon receiving a cursed sword, your main character is doomed to die every 60 seconds. But you start to learn how the world works every time you die, and you get a little bit further and further. You get items that help you along the way, and eventually you break that curse.
0: Yeah, that's the game. And also, I like. I think that it's... Uh... I know that you were excited to play Minute when it came out, and it's always and it's been on, uh, it's yeah. just truly been on my backlog for you know close to, close to two years now. And I was excited when it did come out on Switch and when it came out on sale because I think this was the epitome of a game that I was waiting for like a sale on. It's mm-hmm. something that in theory has an interesting mechanic. In theory, is something that has been recommended by a couple friends for for you know being interesting. Right. And but I was never like chop at the bit like ah oh, 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 play a Minute. Oh, oh. Right. Mm-hmm. So so here we are, you know, crossing off the backlog. And I think that, you know, if we're being really candid, it's because we uh, we wanted something quick to play before Cyberpunk came out so we can like play a little more Cyberpunk so we can talk about that on the show. And Minute fulfills that because it's not also it's also not a long game. It, it, it's a very like compact little box. It doesn't overstay its welcome, which is something that I Yeah, it's pretty short. Appreciate about indie games. I think that indie games that are revolving around a single mechanic really like pull at my heart when they have short total runtimes.
1: Oh yeah. I mean I think it's great because I I think that it is I think we are used to the products of like the late 90s early 2000s where game development had to be they're like this game's only 10 hours long uh uh inflate it make them do the same dungeon four times but you know change the numbering a little bit so it's longer and so there's like this arbitrary inflation of game time whereas i you know indies don't feel that pressure because they are beholden to themselves so they just make a game that they feel is the proper length for whatever given circumstances they have decided on and i think minutes short run time is obviously it takes you more than a minute to beat the game <clears throat> but I think that by the time you've got it figured out it never overstays its welcome it just feels like I understood this game and maybe 20 minutes later after you completely understand what's going on you kind of beat it and I think that's great
0: well, I mean, to be clear, though, the game does run for about two to three hours. Time. Yeah, it's like I, three depending hours. On, long. Depending on how much you're doing, because there is like you know uh there's some side stuff. There's some there's some side stuff. There's some bonus stuff you can do, but I think if you're just kind of going the path of least resistance, you're probably looking at a two to three hour runtime. Yeah. Um, depending on how big brain you are, I'm pointing at my pointing at my cranium right there. Depending on how big brain you are. Yeah,
1: because it's basically as you run out of time, the the thing that I think Minutes very good at is you know outside of being like a pretty okay actually i would say it's a pretty mediocre zelda style game in that like it's not particularly fun from like a combat perspective it is essentially just a zelda game that you solve a bunch of puzzles in which is totally fine Um, but i think the thing that makes minute memorable is that As you play through things, you start to notice how long it takes you to get to certain screens, how long it takes you to walk certain paths, and how long certain characters take to talk your ear off. And I think that you start to internalize a lot of that stuff. And it helps you plan in advance because you know, hey, when, it's going to take me at least 25 seconds to get all the way to the top of the map here. And then, I, you know, there's this enemy that I always have a hard time with, so that's like another five seconds here. So that gives me a little bit more time to uh, achieve the next rung in the ladder of this game's, this game's uh, pathing. And I think that's really cool when a game basically forces you to learn its internal timings and it kind of just becomes second nature. The way, you know oh, I know it takes me three minutes to make a cup of coffee in the morning. That's something that I've innately understood over and over by the fact that I've done it so many times. So the fact that a game can do that in its small, like, microcosmic level, it's pretty cool. It's pretty neat.
0: Yeah, and I I think what you're hitting on is, like, you you get into that rhythm, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you kind of understand your own confounding variables, Mm -hmm. and you play to that in mind. So, like... I think that on the surface, if you look at minute, you th- you almost see the clock as like an adversary because it is. Yeah, it's a curse. It, yeah, like it, it it it's there to to harm you and it resets your progress, right? But it doesn't always feel like the clock is your adversary. Like it's it's something that you almost feel satisfied with for being able to do you, to do your little objectives, right? Because instead of thinking big picture all the time minute's really good at forcing you to think about a little picture mm-hmm. so while you do have this overarching goal that you're hitting while you do know kind of a couple moves out what you want to be doing ultimately you can ever you can only really focus on those 60 second chunks at one time right and I think that in you know uh, a, a lot of games like if, if, if it's Zelda and you're just thinking about like man I got I got to get more fucking orbs mm-hmm. you know or, or if you're if you're just like looking for the stars to hit the star door and you're not really enjoying you know every painting in your yeah. Mario World along the way, minute kind of forces you to pay close attention to the, the moment to moment in the minute, which I think is something that's lost in other games. like you this isn't like a great game to listen to a podcaster. No, absolutely not. because you really need to focus and not like intense focus. I don't think it's asking you to like, you know, play a game of chess and magic and Hearthstone and Counter-Strike at the same time. Like
1: You have to memorize though. You have to memorize locations and placements and things like that a lot. And I think that like if someone were talking in my ear while I tried to memorize something, I just wouldn't be able to do it, you know?
0: Yeah. It's tough. It is tough. So I I think that where minute succeeds is actually getting people where minute succeeds most is getting people to appreciate that 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 moment to moment and really getting someone to focus on something because it's it, it's hard to do that in in a game that is low stakes generally the only games where i feel invested at that level in is something that's like kind of high anxiety like maybe like an impossible layer ukulele situation where like i have to be invested and even then, i can kind of somewhat listen to a podcast and do some platforming right but i have to be invested or if i'm playing dota right like i have to be invested there's Four people who are like, you know, waiting on me to be invested. You don't podcast in Dota? I I mean, I also can do that. Uh, Oh, dude, you're going to dox yourself
1: right now. You're going to get some teammates mad.
0: I mean, yeah, but like you generally that kind of of you know focus comes with comes with the mental tax Mm -hmm. and I think that you get to have that level of you know focus but without the high anxiety environment of, of you know playing a competitive game or doing something that is you know difficult dexterity wise yeah I mean, I, for me, this
1: game is—it's it, a little bit of
0: a—it's
1: a little bit of a mixed bag, if I do say so myself.
0: Because the combat sucks.
1: I mean, the combat's not great, but like, it's never been ideal in like a link to the past or anything like that. Like, it's—it's it's all like move to this square, moving panel by panel, and I'm pressing a button to swing a sword, and then I push an enemy. Whatever, that's fine. Like, that doesn't really bother me. What I didn't think that I would like is what this game. This game, if someone had pitched the game to me this way, I thought I would have taken a lot longer to play it, in that it is essentially, every Zelda game has one of these. It's the trading ladder side quest, where basically you get, oh, you know, here's this mask, go ahead and take it to this someone who needs to scare a bunch of little kids in town, and so... Basically, every Zelda game has this series of trades that you do, and ultimately your reward is usually like a heart piece or some wallet upgrade or something, but it's like a through line throughout the entire game where as you meet new people, you're like, oh, wait, I remember there was that weirdo who was trying to scare kids in town. Let me go back into town, and oh, he only comes in out night at night or whatever. And so it's very much minute is that the entire game. It is you need to go to point A to point B to t- point C, and occasionally you can move to the left or right to get like an extra unlockable or help someone out or whatever. But for the most part, it's just a series of meeting certain objectives in order to continually get further. And you could say that about any game, sure, but it really does feel like a linear path most of the time.
0: I mean, it's just keys and doors by other mechanics. Yeah,
1: I'll... but but I think the, the beauty of Minute is that I think it's very clever. I think the writing's pretty funny, and I think it's, very smart in like a meta level because you know there's that guy that's by at the top of the lighthouse who will just talk the entire 45 seconds if you didn't plan accordingly. and you're like shit i wanted to do more but if you like hammer through all the dialogue that he has like it's all pretty funny it's all meandering and it's supposed to take up all your time but like that's kind of the joke like i'm glad i wasted a life to see that moment happen you know I like seeing all the new areas that you unlock as you continue this trading quest and whatnot. I, I really just... I like the humor and I like the charm. I just think that, you know, it is it is the perfect length. If it was an hour longer, I would have been like, end this game already. But it's,
0: it's just right. Yeah, you know, it's, it's hard to argue with that. I, I think that's a good bite-sized nugget that does something interesting right I, th- I think that sometimes i i even on this show i'll have the trouble saying like oh this is a game that makes sense for garbage game club it's like <laughs> a, it's almost like a like an, an example of something unique or different or something that you might not you know put on a pedestal to play because it's not a triple a game right or not like the biggest indie in the world right there's a reason why a lot of people talked about this game and it got some press coverage there's a reason why it's released on multiple systems right there's a reason why you can probably buy some some minute merchandise from Gamer, i guess it's because, like, Probably, yeah. I, I'd assume so. It's because, you know, th- there is enough of uh, a backing behind it to make it something. But it's not like if, if you ask 100 people what their top five indie games are, none of them are ever going to say minute, I don't think. Hmm. But that being said, like, if, if you're, you know, following the podcast for you know you know boutique games right or if you're someone yourself who can really get into something that is more boutique or offbeat i think that this is like a shiny example of like here's a game it's not perfect it has some cool stuff about it it has an interesting i i think it's the best possible
1: thing that this game could probably be ah no give it to me in color no, I think that's part of the charm. I, I think that there is something to the its minimal.
0: Give it to you a Toby Fox music. <laughs> I think the music's great. I think the music's very good. Give it to uh, me. Give it to me where uh, every time you stab someone, there's just just red blood everywhere, and then death metal kiss starts playing. I think it's.
1: I think it's an immaculately crafted puzzle box. Like I feel like. This is a game that, you know, in another time someone would have handed a kid a toy and be like, "Oh, you got to get the ball over to this thing over here, but it's like a maze, so this is going to take you most of the day." Like this feels like that kind of game. Like if I had a kid, I'd be like, he's like, "I'm bored." Here, check out this game. This should keep you busy for the rest of the day. Like it it just feels like a small experience like that, and I think in the proper mindset, it could have long-term effects as far as how it stays with you. I would be interested to see what a mechanic like the 60-second a uh, runtime looks like in a different form in another game. I think the only thing I could think of is that first person competitive shooter where you play multiple rounds but every time you start a new round your previous pathing in earlier rounds also plays out so you're your own teammates. So basically they're like oh I'm going to mm-hmm. throw a grenade over you. like it feels like that to some extent but not quite. So I'm curious what a game using minutes mechanics looks like in, you know, another setting. I'd be curious to see just how do you play with that. What's the formula? Is it just sixty seconds, or is there is there room to have a little more fun with it than maybe Minute can explore?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I if you tell me, I think I think Minute esque is a way to, I mean it's in the title, but it's almost like a could be a code word or, or a way to identify a game with with similar yeah with similar uh, thoughts and, and design, right? Like, Souls-like? Nah, man. Your 2020's minute-like. Like,
1: Like what's stopping another Zelda game from having a dungeon that exists only within the span of 60 seconds? Like, I could totally see that being a thing. Like, that feels like a thing that would have been in Phantom Hourglass, and to to some extent, it kind of exists in Phantom Hourglass, but that dungeon's bad. (laughs) Zelda games that aren't... uh... It's a, it's a DS one. That's a, It's better than Spirit Tracks, I'll
0: tell you what. Mm. Spirit Tracks. I know sucks. that you have strong fans about a lot of Zelda games. I, mean, I think a lot of Zelda games are just kind of like...
1: No, no, they're great.
0: It's kind of... They're great. It's like fine.
1: Um, I think that's why you maybe are not so as keen on it, though. Then, because this is very much like, the, I think, the kind of Zelda game that you don't like, specifically.
0: Yeah, and the kind of Zelda game that I like is... Breath of the Wild, which people say isn't a Zelda game, so... You know. Yeah, maybe you just don't like Zelda. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, if I had to rank Nintendo franchises, it's not in the top three.
1: So there you it's go. It's all about
0: Star Fox, baby. So if you like Zelda, but you'll probably roll. you'll
1: probably like Minute. Like, it just feels like, hey, Zelda's a very beloved franchise, and this is just that. <laughs> it really is.
0: Man. Um, well, we took a little bit more than a minute to run through this. Uh, yeah, I, I guess, kind of I was like, I don't think we can really go
1: that long on this
0: game because, like, I don't it, it wouldn't be doing a thematic justice. Yeah, we,
1: we gotta, this is 20 minutes, the podcast.
0: Point, point being, I mean, it's, it's, I, I think sometimes shorter episodes dictate shorter games, and that's kind of what this is, not necessarily yeah. quality, right? Um, and part of the reason why, you know, this this is a... I mean, I guess if you were looking at, like, your Naruto episode list, this would be... Could, could be classified as a filler episode? No! That's not it at all! No episodes are filler episodes of the podcast. No, I think absolutely. Every, they're, all, they're all canon. Every game is valid, too. Yeah. 100%. Every game we do is valid. Which is why sometime before the end of year 2020, which I think is... What day is today? That is the, that is the year
1: that there's... Johnny Silverhand set off a thermonuclear device at the base of Arasaka Tower.
0: There's, there's 10 days left in the year. Uh-huh. And sometime before the new year... We're going to post garbage game club on Cyberpunk. It's Joey, like, that game took thirteen years to make. How can we talk about it in the span of we only have ten days to talk about a thir- the thirteen year old in the making game? I think we've both game. I think we've both progressed enough to be able to do the podcast. The thing is, is that like I don't. Like the holidays are coming up. I don't know exactly what our schedule is going to be personally. It's yeah, it's, it's gonna actually it. going to be like a literally us staying home for the entirety of ever. But, um. It's holidays, man. Everyone takes time off, right? It's the holidays. I don't know if we're going to do the episode on next week on the dot, if it's going to be a little bit fussed either way. Technically, this episode didn't come out on Sunday, but don't tell anyone. Um, so, you know, it's uh, so, sometime before the end of 2020, we'll do Cyberpunk, and Cyberpunk will be the last game that we do in the year. And then it'll be interesting to see uh, how many garbage game clubs we did in 2020, because I, if I was, it's probably close to like...
1: We probably did like 48 or 49, right?
0: I think we might have gotten close to that mark. I mean, actually, I don't think we did a ton in the beginning of the year when I was gone. Oh, okay. There's like a whole month that I don't think we did any. So maybe
1: it probably I think like we're 40. in the forties. Yeah. I think
0: we're in the forties. I think the that personally... that's so we play. I played so many games this
1: year, Jesus.
0: <laughs> I think personally, I'm I'm going to not roll credits, but have played over 52 games this year. I've played over one game a week. But I've rolled credits on about 40 plus of them. But I haven't rolled credits on, on a handful either.
1: I'm trying to think if there's a game we played that I didn't roll credits on.
0: I've I've rolled credits on every garbage game club game we've played. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I have.
1: Yeah, no, same. Same. That's a lot of games. I think most people in the press that I work alongside, they're like, man, I beat more games than I did in the past. I beat like 25 games. I was like, huh. <laughs>
0: Dude, I yeah, I'm excited to make my letterboxed where I can talk about all 50 something games I have played this year. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite. That's the
1: GG app. So, here's what you need to do, you console cowboys out there. Go ahead and hack yourself a copy of Cyberpunk 2077 and play it because you don't have 13 years to play it. You have 10 days. I mean, I guess the podcast will exist in any it, time. Is all just. Arbitrarily decided, so it's just whenever you want to play it, go ahead and this podcast will be waiting for you. But until next time, what song should I play? should I probably play Chipping In? I don't like any of Johnny Silverhand's music.
0: Oh, I mean, it's just not your style, I guess. You're not a very grungy person. I like like punk rock. That's v- the kind of punk rock that you like is very different from no.
1: Rock well, I like like pop punk too. Yes, but you like I, I do like punk and stuff like that, like I like rancid. I like Misfits. I
0: don't believe that. What? Yeah, I, why can't I like those things? I, I feel like I know you all. Well I just know you don't like Misfits. What about like a Black Flag? That's, I mean,
1: okay. <laughs> so until next time, what is, what is it, Chumbas?
0: Until next time, Choombas. See you in night. We, we got a fucking Delta out of here. Until next time. Dude, preem.